Hello and welcome to the Paperboys podcast, where we review the biggest stories of the week. Check out our website at thepaperboys.net to read about these stories as soon as they happen. I'm Matthew Phillips. I'm John Fain. Let's get right into it. All right, let's check our first story. I believe it was Trump getting banned permanently from Twitter. Uh, This was on January 10th, a little over a week ago. It was followed by Facebook as well as Amazon, wasn't it? No, Amazon pulled Parler. So did Google, didn't they? Yeah, but the... No, App Store, App Store, I'm thinking. The Trump thing happened first, started with Twitter, then immediately after they did ban Parler, or they took down Parler after the Capitol riots. So they both happened at about the same time, actually. But like, he was he was originally banned for fourteen days, right, and then indefinitely. Yeah. Are they allowed to do that? the The left's argument is that private company, we can do what we want, is our platform. People on the right say violation of free speech so pick a side I guess I mean they are both right like you know a business is allowed to do whatever they want honestly but it just doesn't seem right it doesn't doesn't sound right but I mean in fairness like if I was Trump uh, if I were to announce anything I don't think I would do Twitter I would Mm. go to the you know press secretary and whatnot Mm -hmm. so i don't really think it was a good move but i guess you can't really fight it legally yeah and their their ceo came out later and said they weren't setting a very good precedent so we'll just have to see uh maybe that maybe this will cause some other law to be passed in the future if the right somehow were to ban a left wing, that would be interesting. But immediately after that, Trump didn't end up banning what? Trump didn't end up attending Biden's inauguration, and he was what the first since Nixon to do that. He was one of only four or five. Presidents I, to do I think that. it was I think it was four. Nixon, Nixon, John, John Adams, Adams, John Quincy Adams, and uh, I don't remember Ronald. No, it wasn't Reagan. I don't think it was Reagan. The, that's not that important, really. If you were Trump, see the the problem is Trump thinks that he won the election and that it was stolen from him. Um, so. He didn't attend, I guess, out of spite, sort of. Kind of just, you know, he doesn't believe that he lost. He doesn't... He's not conceding to it. Yeah. If I was Trump, or if I was me, and I thought it was stolen, I I think I would still attend. I think I would. Just to... Like accept that that's how it is and try to move it over smoothly without drama. Yeah. 
What about you? I, I don't know. I can't. I can't honestly say that I would. Um, if I had that much faith that it was taken from me, I don't. I don't know if I wouldn't do the same thing. Just. I, I mean, I could see it because, like, I would just think. Uh, it's, it's like he's going out with a bang you know mm-hmm. he's saying he's saying that it's not true um, but I mean all of us people we have no idea we just have to listen to what we're told from everyone yeah it kind of kind of wrapped up his entire presidency you know none of his presidency was very orthodox you know um, he was always kind of combating the the standard for a president his entire term and yeah for better or worse he didn't exactly do things the uh normal way but i think his his biggest problem this past week really is just he's gonna really struggle to get people to remember him in anything other than negatively on the on the left at least i think on the right for the very far right it it um what's the word I'm thinking it gathered more support you know for the it, yeah like especially the way you write you know especially after he was uh, banned yeah. because people will see it as yeah. like unfair and yeah. uh, abusive of power so yeah. I can see that but I think for like a normal person everybody is just kind of listening to the news here here and there uh, and he's kind of to me, him not attending the inauguration is unnecessarily disrespectful, regardless of the circumstance. But I can, it's really just how he does things. He doesn't—he doesn't respect people. Yeah. Well, enemies, honestly. Yeah. He plays his his cards right. Let's get into some market stuff. Um, Bitcoin reached an all-time high $41,000 per bitcoin so that's um that made a lot of a lot of people some decent pocket change and yeah they were projected to hit what 146,000 wow. uh I don't know what the time frame was but I'm pretty sure it was by the end of the year or was it like like soon soon like a couple months uh Probably at least a, a few months, yeah. Because I know, what? Well, because Bitcoin's now it's at a uh, I think thirty two thousand as of uh, the twenty third of January. But I bought into it when it was low. It's got super high, and I, I bought more. You bought more, and now it's just gone back down. So that whole like they had a I believe seventeen percent spike. Over the past like ten days, uh, and now we're back to where we started. So I don't know what what's going to happen with it, but I've been seeing a lot of Bitcoin stuff everywhere. I believe people are comparing it to gold, like it's the new gold. Uh, yeah. Maybe not standard, but like yeah, it, it's it's going to replace gold. A lot of people were leaving gold, buying into Bitcoin, and that's what drove a lot of the optimism i think for that 146k price target and like there was a really big uh drop both today and yesterday 
bringing it from like I think thirty six thousand all the way down to thirty two. Uh, and I've seen some stories of how, while it is falling, a lot of individuals are selling. A lot of those were like really big firms. Yeah. Are yeah. kind of going all in right now, expecting it to bounce. Uh, I'm I'm still holding because I'm just I don't really care. I didn't I don't have thousands to put in there. Yeah. And what was the number we saw today that what um forty percent of their holders own the large portion of Bitcoin out there or something? I, like I that. think it was I think the number was either fifteen or twenty five hundred individuals own forty percent right, right. yeah. of the what volume or market cap, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Which is probably not good that's why the the price changes so fast but most people i think are in it for the long term like i bought while it was hitting up to that you know 40k and i i was expecting it to keep going up but i did know it was going to drop some when the sell-off happens i just didn't expect it to sell off so much but i'm still going to hold until as long as i can because i expect it i expect it to go up with as much uh news as it's getting right now I expect it to go up and I mean this was all the way back what yeah this was the 10th and I mean it's only been 13 days since then and it's gone up and down ten thousand dollars yeah so it's not the most uh, safe investment but I think I think it has potential for stuff in the future I think we're heading that way yeah I mean just look at the the five year growth it's insane how much it's multiplied Uh, and I was telling you about the tweet of the guy uh, like 10 years ago or yeah who he was saying that he's so glad he didn't buy into Bitcoin because it dropped down to two dollars and seventy cents yeah each and now it's if you were to even buy like that's it's the it's the thing with any any stock. If you bought it then, you'd be a millionaire now, but you just don't know. Yeah, and I saw another thing where back when it was in worth fractions of cents, and a guy bought pizzas for like fifteen hundred bitcoin. Yes, and I saw that. Yeah, just threw it away. Imagine what it would be worth today. I think I read about that same guy, and he says like he doesn't regret it because he just couldn't have known. Yeah. And I mean, he did get a piece out of it. So, yeah. I mean, hey. But yeah, this Bitcoin being the next big thing might be not true. I think it already is the big thing. Um, and I think it is going to slow down a lot for now. But I think something will happen. We'll bring it back. All right, but let's move on to Parler because we already talked about it a little bit earlier. Um. What day was this? This was also the 10th. Heavily conservative social media outlet Parler to be suspended at midnight. So Parler got taken down from every big um, provider or host like Amazon, Google, Apple after the Capitol riots uh, under, I don't know if you want to say claims or like proof that the Capitol riot was incited what is the right word here that parlor promoted the capital riot as a as a good thing and 
promoted basically illegal actions towards the capital of the United States. Yeah, and kind of um, like the the left's argument on the Twitter deal about banning and censoring conservatives, Trump was private company, yet Parler seems kind of seems kind of weird to me that they don't seem to have the same kind of rights as all the big tech companies, you know. And it's funny because you're right. Like Parler, there's, uh, and I believe they are back up now. Yeah, they're they're now they're now up. Uh, but yeah, like they were, they didn't have a choice and were taken down by everybody else. But at the same time, legally speaking, the the companies that got rid of it were still acting as a private business, were they not? Yeah. So they were if that's their right they could do that it's just mm. very uh i guess hypocritical almost yeah. it, it it looks very hypocritical and it looks really bad for the left honestly and uh, it, but i do think they legally are allowed because they the the controversy was that they broke they broke off contracts i believe amazon parlor sued amazon because they had a contract for a few years, mm-hmm. and uh, Amazon's rebuttal to that was that because of Parler's, I don't know, illegal activity or whatnot, immediately broke that contract. Yeah, and wh- why was there no warnings like to Parler itself, to the administration there? Why, why could they have not taken steps like, all right, you better, you better shut these people down that are promoting violence if this was what the reason was why didn't we shut these people down instead of taking the whole site down you know i believe part of it was moderation i don't think they had any um like censorship i think that was part of their business plan was no mm-hmm. yeah was- no moderation uh which well it's a good idea and everything but the easy answer for Apple, Amazon, to keep their their brand, uh, just to keep their brand in the positive light, the easiest answer was just to drop the service. And sure, they might lose, I don't know how many people are on Parler, but there's a lot more people that aren't on it. But they are back up now, so something happened. I don't really know the details. They won a suit against they Amazon, did. I believe. Okay, I thought... I thought I heard that they lost that suit before it actually happened, and now that they are back up, I do believe if it was that suit or another one against Amazon. And it is concerning, like, this whole the media controlling everybody because it is just the, like, what, the big four, three or four, you know, Twitter, yeah. Facebook... And what? What's the other thing I'm thinking of? Twitter, Facebook, Apple, Amazon. Yeah. Um, it's mainly Facebook and Twitter, and then Apple, Apple as well. But they do they could do it a different way. And all four exceeded 
previous year's donations to political lobbying in this year's election, which was... Yeah, um, the whole, I don't know, donations to campaigns and elections is really sketchy. It's yeah. There's a lot of shady business that can happen. Uh, and there's a lot of good that can happen through it, too. It's just, uh, that's a really tough um, problem to fix. I don't know where you would begin to fix that. Because, yeah. I mean, you don't want to limit. You, you don't want to limit spending, you know. You don't want to limit support. But you do want to stop bribes and blackmails, just things like that. I think that has to be very case-by-case investigation yeah and following the fiasco at the capitol there were death threats made against mike pence and they were being investigated by secret service they got so bad so yeah and i believe that started after uh it was what mike pence refused the request from trump to uh, decertify the results results, or to not certify the election results. And this is interesting because this shows you that it was a very specific group of people at the Capitol. Um, You know, I'm sure there was some diversity there, but they they were all claiming to be Trump supporters and whatnot. But Trump himself didn't really have anything to do with the Capitol riot, correct? No. Or at least nothing. Uh, maybe his Twitter, but all of those tweets that he was tweeting were getting deleted automatically. Yeah. yeah. So we can't see what he might have been saying, if anything. But yeah, these death threats against Mike Pence, uh, this follows Parler and everything else, actually. Like with your phone, they're, the legal teams are able to... Yeah, that's that was the problem with Parler, is that they... They had a whole archive of every post ever, deleted or not, uh, and the Secret Service has access to all of it. Oh. So regardless of what they said, if it was a, a threat of some sort, they are investigating it. But I mean, I don't know how much of that was a serious threat. It was probably just, you know, oh, I hate this person, they should die type of deal. Yeah. But we have been seeing, we've been seeing a lot of arrests about the Capitol riot lately, and I'm sure there will be many more. I believe there was another story. I don't know if we ended up posting it. It was just like the sheer uh, number of people. There was like 60 or like 90 in ongoing investigations right now uh, dealing with the riot. Yeah. The article of impeachment against Trump. So that was that base. Okay, so the House Democrats introduced a new article of impeachment against Trump under the claims of incitement of insurrection. So basically, saying that he was telling his supporters to basically, you know, raid the Capitol and yeah. do other 
unruly things. Um, but the basis for it that we saw was only a couple of quotes. Uh, do you still have them? I'm going to find them. They, but they, I think they were taken... Out of context and misinterpreted, seemed like. I believe Trump did say a few things that were probably not the best idea, uh, especially like when he told um, Pence to decertify the results. Um, I'm not sure what else he said via Twitter and whatnot. But I, I don't know about this this impeachment against him based on actual evidence. Uh, and, and it did happen. He did get impeached on what... I don't remember what day that was. Relatively recently. I believe it was... Um, I think I can check. It's right here. What did it pass? Doesn't really matter. In the end, he was he was impeached. Do you got those got those quotes? Yeah, his first quote was if you don't fight, you're not gonna have a country anymore. Um followed by a few sentences later we're going to the capitol and his full quote of that was we're going to walk down to the capitol and we're going to cheer on our brave senators and congressmen and women and we're probably not going to be cheering so much for some of them so so when he said we are going we're going to the capitol he did mean physically and not legally as in you know like oh the decision of the election is going to go to the capitol he meant literally people are going to physically go to the capitol and support or not support yeah congress yeah. men and women i i believe this i don't know about the impeachment itself but the the twitter ban was done preemptively it was done in fear of him inciting insurrection and violence But this was done after that happened, and after the whole Capitol riot was done, uh, done and over with, and he was well, blamed for it, pretty much. But the actual evidence for it that we have isn't much. I don't know what evidence they used in their their vote, but did they not just use a majority vote to pass it? To pass the uh, election results, or the the impeachment. The oh, new the impeachment. article. Yes, it was um, a two-thirds majority pass. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. It was uh, just a simple majority in the House to impeach, and ten Republicans joined all. Mm -hmm. I believe that is our Democrats. I don't think that's our next article, but that is in there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the protests, let's talk about this here. The FBI warned armed protests being planned at all 50 state capitals and in Washington, D.C. This was on the 11th, so I believe the day after the Capitol riot, uh, or maybe a couple days after. Multiple people expected on Inauguration Day something was going to happen. Yeah, had, Whether that be at the Capitol or just around the country at state capitals. There was, there was talk of like, you know, crazy things such as martial law and uh, actual control. I had I had multiple friends who were like, oh, you know, 
something big's gonna happen come January twentieth. I'm ready to see what's gonna happen. You know, expect they're they they're stocking up on food, supplies, bullets, guns. Uh, in fear of this big event that, as we know now, uh, is non-existent. But there was actual fear that something was going to happen. And the whole conspiracy behind that, the motivation behind it was the possibility of under martial law, Trump could announce another election to hopefully win that time. I mean, and that's just that's just wishful thinking yeah. and not even wishful thinking that's just like that's trying to loophole the system and I really, I don't remember much about the martial law deal but I know that it's it's very serious it doesn't happen people don't just you can't just it's only enact happened. martial law it's under war is it not or yeah, what it's only happened a very few times and it's yeah it's always uh, an emergency it's like a national yeah. level emergency whether that be I believe hurricanes sometimes cause it. Uh, it's happened at smaller levels of government. Yeah, like because like the National Guard and stuff, they have to control a certain area. Yeah. After I believe Katrina might have done that. Um, but it was all it was wishful thinking, uh, and fearful thinking that something on inauguration day was going to happen. I know Biden had a lot of security that day. Oh yeah. Right here, fifteen thousand uh, troops deployed. At the Capitol itself, not even everywhere else. That was just at D.C. And I mean, I personally, I thought something might happen. But I I wasn't thinking anything crazy. I just thought there might be maybe another protest wave, but in the actual communities. After the FBI warned, I expected local precincts to have, you know, their own protests. But yeah. We didn't really... I mean, there were a few, but we didn't see anything... Nothing crazy happened. Yeah. It's kind of all died down. Another thing dealing with the capital violence, um, CNN's Don Lemon said that you can't compare the Black Lives Matter violence over the summer to the capital violence here recently. He said, I'm sick of people comparing. You can't compare what happened this summer to what happened at the Capitol. It's two different things. One was built on people, on racial justice, on criminal justice, right and reform, on people not beating up, or police treating people of color differently than they do whites. Okay? That was not a lie. Those are facts. Go look at them. What happened at the Capitol was built on a lie perpetrated by the president and the people who support him. So he's pushing the whole impeachment deal with the, this was all incited by the president, whether that was true or not. And I think, I think his point is valid. Um, that the two, I, if you want to call them riots themselves, although I know the Black Lives Matter. It's a protest, not not a riot. But I think the the point is the the reason behind the protest or riot, whatever you want to call it. Like the Black Lives Matter is this um, almost this ethical approach to where like you know this just shouldn't happen. Whereas and that you know they're wanting change. 
whatever that is. Whereas the, this capital protest was basically forcing laws to be broken with the whole election. They wanted to overturn the election, which are different things. But the actual violence that happened during each one, I think, is comparable. Because uh, the protests that happened, you know, there was the famous, uh, infamous CNN uh, news, I guess, article. It was really on the TV that everybody saw that said, you know, peaceful protest, whatever, with the building on fire behind it. Like, that didn't make any sense. So there's the similarities in that both were... They did have violence, you know, at the Capitol, I believe. Was it one died or five? At the Capitol, it yeah, was I believe it was five. five. Yes. Uh, and it was the one um, police officer that I always think about. A, a few were by um, personal medical mishaps, like asthma, stuff like that, I believe. I don't think they were all, like... Gunshot. Sh- shot, like the police officer was okay um i do think though that each one was i think each one was not equally violent but they were both violent however they're only considering the capital riot to be violent whereas the protests are the violence is like a means of getting what they want yeah which is not fair i guess i mean there's a time and place for violence but not really in social settings, you know, not in cities with civilians just minding their business, blocking off roads and things. It it gets their point across. It gets them news. Um, But I think they are comparable. I think they are. Yeah. Saying that there's reason for violence doesn't make it not just as bad. I mean, it's still violence. Yeah, like, so... The, if there was a protest and they advocated violence, just because they say that violence should happen, all the people that enact, uh, well, crimes, basically anybody that commits a crime, they will still go to jail for it. Like, and that's part of the, the whole idea of the movement is like, you know, they, they will enact this violence until their point gets across, but those people should still be held responsible, especially when it's... I believe multiple businesses and things way back in when was that like March um, when when the big uh, protest I believe it was the George Floyd protests that multiple wow. things were you know destroyed but that was a long time ago it was. that was almost a year ago now Man. but let's move on because that is that is that's an old topic so yep on the 13th Trump was confirmed impeached second a second time for the first time ever of any president and were both both impeachments were in the house correct or was because it had to go to the senate for him to be removed from office the the first time yeah so well the the house impeaches the senate decides whether they will convict or acquit him. so so what was the reason for a second impeachment if he's already impeached if he's impeached... Well, you can bring charges and not charge him with it. Like, the first time they impeached him, brought charges against him, the Senate acquitted him. This time, they brought more charges against him. So it's a, it's like a different... 
as if it was a trial, it's different crimes were committed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that makes more sense. Because I was thinking, you know, why do you, why would you impeach a second time? But yeah. So this is in hopes of a conviction. Yes. And the uh, the article article of impeachment is incitement of violence, and it passed. All 222 Democrats voted yes, followed by 10 Republicans. Yeah, and the Senate trial was, I believe, February 8th, the week of February 8th. Yeah, it's scheduled for the week of February 8th. So okay, so that will be that will be a uh, that'll be a big. One. Interesting to see who takes what side because especially with a lot of senators just got reelected and they have another whole another six years they're not so worried about re-election right now but it will be interesting to see what side they take moving on from the political let's get to a little bit more of a fun topic yeah. space force Space Force headquarters established in Huntsville, Alabama. Uh, was that? That's not the same area as the the NASA center over there. Yeah, that we. It's, it's the owned. same same city. It it's going to be same around place. the same area too, which is pretty cool. Since and we've there. we've both been down there. What is what is it called? It's like a. It's the uh, Huntsville Space and Rocket Center, and it's like an amusement park slash museum slash rocket research center so it's pretty cool to go see the saturn V rockets there that took neil armstrong yeah. and buzz aldrin on the trip to that. the moon it was um it was pushed by the new senator from alabama tommy tuberville i think it's i think it's a good spot for it yeah you know like um i don't really know where else they would put it honestly yeah. Uh, there, I think the other big NASA uh, location is in Florida, maybe, or there is Cape Canaveral. That, they there. use it, yeah. whichever one. Yeah. Um, but like Space Force, you know, it it sounds it almost sounds dumb, like we like something out of a movie. It's it's literally Star Wars, yeah. but real life. And the the members are called Guardians. Guardians of the Galaxy, which is yeah, pretty, pretty cool. I'm pretty sure that was in, yeah. intentional as well. Um, I don't think, you know, I don't think the we have these spaceships shooting lasers up there, but we do have naval ships that do shoot lasers and take yeah. down planes and drones yeah. with them. So whatever we actually have, and I believe the Space Force was created because of the like satellite issues, mm-hmm. a lot of competing satellites and like uh satellite weapons which yeah. i didn't even know existed Probably like um spy stuff you know counter it, it'll be interesting to really to hear about this as an actual branch of the military and seeing the kind of very futuristic branch ahead of its time i guess ahead of everyone yeah but we are we are seeing you know we're seeing Elon Musk especially yeah. moving all of the or pushing for all of the space exploration. I'm I'm ready to see where the space force goes. 
It'd be cool. And I wouldn't doubt that it'd be followed by other countries pretty soon, too. You know, everybody wants to keep up with the United States. I do wonder how many countries can have, can have it. I believe only a very select few. Yeah. Because, you know, allies of the states, honestly, it's probably not worth it. Um, you know, like a, a country the size of the UK, uh, you know, they have a big presence, but they are a very small country. I don't know if they have the resources. I don't even know if we have the resources for this, but uh, so far, so good. Andrew Yang. Yeah, that's uh, going to be interesting. Um, a, a socialist. He's a socialist is what he is. And um, he's already come out with a plan to give people that are living in extreme poverty $2,000 a year, which is really nothing. But And he's already... He's, come out with a plan for a universal basic income which is a socialist policy that's that's what's that's like the definition of socialism right there Um, yeah so the actual story is that andrew yang who did run for the 2020 presidency has announced that he plans to run for the mayor of new york city i guess to i guess against de blasio the current uh, and yeah, all of his all of his policies are very, very uh, socialist. And he, I believe, he means means very well. He wants this, he wants this equality push, uh, but at the expense of specific people, which is, which is unfair. He wants fairness at the expense of an unfair group of people, um, which is, of course, I believe, the rich, yeah. is the yeah. usually the socialist's enemy is the rich um i mean everybody wants to be rich but i see personally i believe that this whole socialist (laughs) socialistic push of something like this of all this tax the rich um you know we deserve that money they shouldn't be getting you know people like jeff bezos and what elon musk now is number one the hundreds of billions of dollars they have but I think it's very punishing for people aspiring to make that kind of money. If you want to become rich and you know that in the next 10 years, if, if, you, if you get above this certain dollar value that your taxes are going to go up to like, I don't know what it was, 70% or something crazy, yeah. then there's no point. And you might as well just get the handouts. Like, it's, right. it's easy to not work. Yeah. And I think that this promotes it. Yeah. Who who wants to work hard to get to that goal when you're just going to have it taken from you and given to other people that decided not to work hard for what they have and make something out of themselves? I mean, that's the American dream is to work hard, maybe start a business, become successful. Um and I'm going to take this. We have another story. So let's skip over to um, Biden here with the, what is it? Is it the 17? No. No, it's um, the, the, the exactly. $1.9 trillion right. stimulus plan right. uh, with Biden pushing for the $15 minimum wage. 
I this is this is like a really big topic, but this will go back to this whole um, Andrew Yang's socialism ideas. A lot of people think that this minimum wage it's not like socialist or anything, but it will do harm. Uh, and I, I honestly don't know unless we saw it, but there's a lot of reason for hurt and there's a lot of reason for, well, there's a lot to gain as well. Yeah, it, it makes a lot of sense in our, our urban cities that are a lot bigger where the cost of living is much higher. Um, 750, 725 is not really a livable wage up there. Down here, $15 an hour minimum wage is not sustainable for, employer, for employers. Like, you, you can't pay that when that's a pretty decent, $15 an hour is pretty decent pay. You can't, some people just can't do that. I mean, when that's the baseline that you can do and I think I think the reason that this plan um, not this one specifically but the $15 wage is so popular is because you know I've worked minimum wage job and I'm like of course of course I would want $15 minimum wage and you see all these really big businesses and you think yes they can't afford it and I believe many can I do think that the uh, the current market does have the younger generations paying much more for things such as you know houses and cars i believe were the main things that have really risen in cost the cheapest car you can buy new is 14 grand so i do think that there needs to be maybe not some sort of change but i do think that we are we are in some trouble i think that the the workers themselves, the people employed, um, they do have their work cut out for them. I think they need it's it's more difficult to find a high paying job, but they're out there. Uh, and honestly, I just think this pushes for more entrepreneurship. I think it really means uh, the solution for people is business ownership. But clearly, not everyone can own their own business. And also included in his new stimulus plan is another wave of $1,400 stimulus checks per person, $1,200 checks for the spouses of undocumented immigrants. Does that mean like illegal immigrants? Yes. Or, okay. That are here illegally for the spouses. So the immigrants themselves will get $1,400. Their spouses will get twelve hundred. I don't know where that came from. Is it well the undocumented? Well, the undocumented wouldn't get the fourteen hundred, right? Because they wouldn't have social security numbers and stuff that the IRS could send the money through. So, is this a plan to basically try to support some? of the illegal immigrants by giving to their legal spouses because you know marriage does make an immigrant legal yes they marry yes, yes. a US citizen yes. so okay uh, you're right the 
so the spouse that is documented will get the twelve hundred dollars for his yes. illegal undocumented spouse. Now, my personal problem with the whole stimulus checks is that dependents um, don't get them, which makes sense, obviously. Parents, yeah. if parents get the money, they don't need to give them to. They don't need to. The IRS doesn't need to pay again, but the college students uh, do hurt from it. However, you know, you, the people who aren't claimed as dependents do get it. I'm just, I just want money. <laughs> um, unemployment checks will also be upgraded $100 from 300 to $400 a week. And I believe related to that, Biden is. I don't know if I. I don't know if we made an article about this, or if this, if this was posted today, um, that Biden is going to make it so that you are able to file for unemployment if you quit, for fear of coronavirus endangerment at your job. I believe that was an article today. Which that could be a problem um, for for the business owners themselves. I mean, it's it sounds like a good idea. You know, you should be able to be safe and not have to worry about it, and be able to get the government funding. But that could see its own problems. Yeah, but damn, where were we before we jumped back up? At, um... We were down by the Andrew Yang. We were at Andrew Yang. Okay. And the yeah. his socialist push. And then Don Lemon comes up again. He's pretty, uh, says some pretty controversial things. Um, this time he compared Trump supporters to clan, to Klansmen and Nazis. So, pretty bold to lump 75 million people and compare them to Nazis kind of yeah I think this is another I think this is a case of the whole uh, what is it like every every dog is an animal but not every animal is a dog whereas a very very small percentage of Trump supporters have become the go-to example and uh, what am I trying to say not leader but they represent the entire group of people when in reality it's, you know, you and me and just normal people who pick a side that we think will benefit us. I, I don't agree with calling them those things, but after the, after the Capitol riot, I can see why they did it. I think that was a very bold statement looking for some attention. Yeah. I think it was for attention. Oh, he's always looking for attention. Okay. Don Lemon craves attention. Um, well, I don't know much about him. I don't yeah, keep up yeah. with um, Don Lemon, but I'm sure I will in the next few weeks. Yeah. You, you'll probably... So he'll say something else, I'm sure. Um, Biden revealed an eight-year citizenship plan for immigrants... The bill was intended to be the first order of business. This was before he was inaugurated. He would, the bill would grant immediate green cards to thousands protected under TPS and DACA. The chances of the bill passing in the Senate are unclear. 
it'll likely pass in the house. Um, pretty self-explanatory there. I'm going to touch on this because two things. One, I, I support I support uh, an eight-year citizenship plan. I don't know the details or whatnot, um, but whatever makes it easier for immigrants to become legal immigrants, I think is a good thing because it will stop illegal immigrants. That yeah. is a problem. Um, but two, I don't know if it should be the first order of business. I think there are more pressing problems, and that should just be something that is worked on in the meantime, in the background. Yeah, like bringing unity in. I mean, there's a big divide right now in the country. We should probably be working in the country instead of working on foreign coming in, you know. We need to heal that divide then we can get to those other matters. This is a very um, vague speculation without any basis, but it could be an attempt at a foreign, uh, what is it? Is it foreign affairs? I'm trying to say foreign policy. Basically trying to, it might be trying to heal some of the damage that Trump has done. Um, to other countries you know he has clearly made enemies and shut countries down uh, especially China whereas this might be a positive thing towards these other countries that they can you know agree on but I do feel like this one's very specific towards our southern borders and not not necessarily China or anything like that but I do think it's uh, I think it's an attempt at positive foreign policy Instead of all this negative, you know, against all of our other countries that make up the rest of the world. But immigration reform is super important, but I th- and I do think, I do think making a, a, a faster path to citizenship is a good idea. Because, you know, if I wanted to travel the world or buy land and whatnot in the UK uh, and all of the EU, I believe... You need to be a citizen, and I don't know what the details are, but I wouldn't want to have to wait eight years. Yeah. If I if I plan to move to another country, I wouldn't want to have to wait eight years. And I believe that you can you can go there, and you can be on the whole visa travel visa, and you can if you find work. I believe now this applies in the U.S. If you find work, then your employer can pay for your visa, or vouch for your visa. I mean. Yeah. Supposedly, there's long waiting lines to get in. And uh, to fully becoming an illegal immigrant, and that fuels a lot of the illegal immigration, is nobody wants to wait, you know. Yeah, I think that comes from the the situations that they're coming from. Yeah. Like refugees and whatnot, they don't have the time to wait. Um, that's where you get to kind of the the hard details, because... You don't want illegal immigrants just because they're undocumented people that we don't have any um, backgrounds on. So we don't yeah, know if they're who who they are, and you know if something happens, we can't identify them yeah. as anyone. So we do need immigration reform, but I do think I think this is a good thing. I think it's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, a faster plan for citizenship. I can support it. The only reason I wouldn't support anything like that would be, I don't know, crazy amounts of spending 
taken from somewhere else to put into that. But I, I think it's something positive coming in from one of the first few days. But like I said, more pressing issues, I believe, at, at the moment. It was announced that Trump was going to um, pardon, release his list of pardons on Tuesday, but I believe it came out on Wednesday, actually. And um, he was projected to pardon Julian Assange, WikiLeaks founder, but that one was a little too dicey and not very... Um, promoted by U.S. officials, so he kind of stayed away from that one. But those on the list included former advisor Steve Bannon, that he helped him get reelected, um, as well as Lil Wayne, the rapper, and Kodak Black, another rapper, along with other local government officials that had charges like Judge Jeanine Pirro's husband, ex-husband, was also on the list. So, I think the biggest thing to get out of this was uh, Assange. The the speculation about it, if it did happen, he's currently is he still in Russia? Was it one of the little Eastern European countries? He's over there somewhere. I'm not really sure. What do they What do they call that? Um, when a country supports, is it? Extradition? Yeah. Okay. If I don't know. I don't really know. I don't think I don't think he could ever be pardoned in the US. No, he's just too much of a threat to national security, I believe. He's that's just what he does. I mean The man's gonna run out of countries. <laughs> he is. He's gonna have to move to another planet before it's over with. Um, well, we're supposed to be getting to Mars by I think either twenty twenty four or twenty twenty six. So maybe he can go to Mars. Maybe. All right, Biden plans to sign 17 executive orders on his first day in trek to erase the Trump legacy. Uh, this, this goes with, he's reportedly expected to immediately stop border wall funding, rejoin the Paris Climate Accord, uh, which is intended to, to combat climate change, and sign an order to put racial justice and equity at the center of our agenda. He did all three of those things, turns out. All of them. And so he has done all of them as of the 24th today. Yes. And he... I, I, can, see, I can see stopping the, boarding wall, the border wall funding. You know, that's a priority on his list. Uh, the Paris Climate Accord, that's just um, cracking down on what pollution, was it? Um... Yeah, it's carbon dioxide, stuff, regulation, all that. Now, my thing with that is, you know, uh, climate change and everything should be fought, um, but it also shouldn't be priority over more sensible things like, well, success. I, I don't know the best way to word it, but... I don't think the U.S. is the are the biggest concern when it comes to climate change. I think we already do a pretty good job in terms of pollution and everything. Um, so if they could, so, if somehow they can focus on other countries 
with much higher waste um, and um, emissions. You know, all of the U.S. is pushing towards electric cars right now anyway. The traffic emissions will be very low in the next 10 years, I believe. And Iran wants, along with the going back to the executive orders in general, um, Iran wants Biden to rejoin the Iran nuclear deal. Um, I guess they're running out of money. They want us to give us more, more money. Um, so, so what is this nuclear deal? Is it uh, uranium in return for for money? Which who has what? The U.S. has money. The, we have the uranium. They have, we have uranium, and they need. They want the uranium. Isn't that not a good idea? Probably so. Yeah, beings they're not a great friend of ours and threaten us nearly every day, but. Yeah, because Iran isn't. No, Iran is not an ally of, of any sort yeah. of the U.S. And you know, Trump did assassinate the Iranian officer, I believe, oh, a long time ago at this point. But yeah, I don't think we should help other countries get nuclear weapons if they're going to be a threat to us. Maybe help countries that will help protect us from our enemies. Obama, the Obama-Biden administration ended up, the deal that they struck was a $1.7 billion cash deal. So I'm trying to look more into it to um, We ended up giving them $1.7 billion is what happened I don't know if that was like a, a treaty thing you're not gonna attack us in exchange for this and there was a lot of hostage stuff going on along with that like um, they had hostages of ours and we ended up sending them a good bit of money and in, in, for their in exchange for yeah re- release of the hostages and this is this is all just so that Iran can have nuclear weaponry and to which, defend themselves, quote yeah, unquote. Which that's needed in the modern day for defense, but yeah. I don't think it's a good idea at all. I don't think anybody thinks it's a good idea. What is what is the reason so Iran wants Biden? Are we considering it? Do we know? Is there any reason that we would do it? Just um, um, Biden seems to seems to agree and seemed to agree with a lot of what Obama did when he was his his president. Um, so I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it. And I think even now that he is president, Biden Obama is one of Biden's closest aides, and he's still in his ear a lot. So is it a possibility? So, Definitely. Um, will what, it happen? What would we gain from this deal? What would the U.S. gain? Obviously, Iran would gain uh, nuclear weaponry, but... Let's, let's look at the definition. 
the Secretary of State did say that the Biden administration is a long way from rejoining the yeah, pact. Whether yes. that means a long way from agreeing to it or just that's a lot of legal work that needs to be done, I don't know. Okay. We um, placed significant restrictions on their nuclear program and it, we paid them to kind of y'all keep it down okay so we gave them money in return for them not making nuclear weapons yeah and so the deal would be they can have nuclear weapons but i'm just guessing here that we don't give them the money anymore we don't have to pay this um deal i guess what it is we don't have to pay for them to not nuke us yeah president trump withdrew the u.s from the deal in 2018 claiming it failed to curtail Iran's missile program and regional influence. They began ignoring the limitations a year later. And then it says President-elect Biden has pledged to return to the, US, to, to the United States to the JCPOA if Iran resumes compliance and they start doing it again. Okay, so I can see that so rejoining the deal isn't giving... Iran nukes. It's stopping them yeah, in return for money. Yes. Well, this is probably not the best foreign affairs method, but can we not just threaten them and not pay anything? Can we not just threaten them? Like that's the Trump method. Um, yeah. I Biden mean, and Trump are. But is see, Iran has what is it? Oil, or is that? Do we get? anything from them such as I know oil is like a really big thing in the Middle East I don't know if Iran supplies us or not because yeah. if we you know if we cut them off and they cut us off that's not good but like I said honestly even if they did we could still just threaten them again yeah, yeah. but that isn't that's not the most peaceful method So this, this one's still kind of up in the air. I think we'll have to see where that goes in the future. And here, so that was, so Biden was planning 17 executive orders. Um, then I don't know, that doesn't really count as an order here, the Iran deal. Um, but I don't know, I believe this is 10 more. He signed 10 more on Thursday for aimed at the pandemic currently Um, the orders included a mask mandate for all public travel um, rejoining the world health health organization which donald trump pulled out of so yeah also includes mask mandate on federal property i saw something about that Mm -hmm. i believe if a few were under fire for biden himself was um, Uh, yeah at the lincoln memorial he was speaking Without a mask, which was kind of, kind of funny. Right the day after, this came out, which was. Now, I'm no science expert, but I do think you know you're alone, you're outside. There's no reason for a mask or anything. Um, but you know, if uh, if a mask mandate and all this stuff is going to stop the pandemic, I'm all for it. A mask is very convenient i mean my only problem with masks is that they're expensive (laughs) they're pretty expensive right now but i'm sure that's 
for obvious reasons. Yeah. Uh, one what's the right word? important thing that's happened is Biden did say um, that the pandemic will get worse before it gets better. Yeah. Um, I believe they're expecting 500,000 deaths this um, month, I think. This month? By the end of the month. 500,000 deaths? We're going to reach 500, not 500,000 okay, okay, okay. more. Okay, 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 I got you. I, I did word that poorly. <laughs> We're at, what are we at? Four, I believe it's, 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 it's over 300. It's, it's over, over 400,000. It's, it's probably about 410 right now. Okay. So it's obviously a problem, but the way to fix it is really a struggle. Yeah. Um, but we've got vaccines and things coming. Uh, I, do we have an article on vaccines? Yes, yeah, right up. A couple of articles to the top. Um, Biden announced a COVID-19 vaccine plan there to begin a new plan developed by the nation's top disease experts, which is to cover at least 50 million with a new vaccine distribution. So going to get out to a lot of people. He said, we're going to make sure they work free from political interference and that they make decisions strictly based on science and healthcare alone, science and health alone, not what the political consequences are. One thing to take from this is the 50 million um, with the new vaccine. It's going to cover 50 million, but it's because there's going to be 100 million vaccines and two doses. I did not know that it was a two-dose system. I thought it was one shot and you're good to go, but I believe you have to wait a certain amount of time in between. Hmm. Uh, which is probably why it's take it's taking so long to get them out to everybody. Yeah. Not much left. You want to cover it? Let's cover the the good news story. Get a little let's get away from the <laughs> The serious politic, political uh, events that happened. So, in Texas, uh, a detective by the name of Josh Smith um, was at least credited with gifting a new bike to a boy after his was destroyed by uh, a case subject. Just a, a random criminal. Just This is just a random story on some good PR for the, the police department. We we often see the bad news, but it's good to know that there's still plenty of good things happening as well. Yeah. And also the the credit for the bike itself was a little bit confusing. It says that the detective Josh Smith gifted him the bike, but also it says that the bike and helmet were donated by Team Texas for Families. So I'm not entirely sure where the bike came from, but... That was an interesting story. Anything on that? I think so. Just a feel-good story. We need it sometimes after all the... If you want a not-so-good feel-good story, Larry King died today, or yesterday at this point, um, at the age of 87. Yep, 87. And who was Larry King? Because I hear the name all the time. Um, just he was a real famous 
radio personality, won two Peabody Awards and an Emmy. Um, no cause of death has been released at this time. He was being treated for COVID-19 in the weeks leading up. Um, but you've seen the B movie, haven't you? Of course. He made an appearance in that as Larry B. King, which is kind of funny. Um, but he was just a real popular for his interviews and stuff. He was interviewed a lot of famous people, in the especially in the 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, because his, his name... I believe is a household name, but he's just now getting a little bit outside of the um, the the realm of you know popular people. You know, like Oprah, you don't really hear about her that much. But back in the day, yeah, very big influence. And I believe you know what the '90s and 2000s radio was huge, especially mm-hmm. in cars. Oprah. So that was. Larry yeah. King, uh, Rush Limbaugh. There was a lot of radio was big back then. Oh uh, yeah, like they would. That is today's celebrities. That that was yeah. That was social media yeah. people back yeah, then. Really? They were. That was the social media at the time. And last article. Is that people are already trying to impeach Biden? <laughs> four days. After he's been inaugurated. Actually, three days, because this was yesterday. Yeah. Um, What was the reason? It goes back to his time as vice president with his son's sketchy dealings with Ukraine while he was on the board of Burisma. Kind of... The controversy was that maybe Biden was using that for personal gain, abusing his office, so that the article of impeachment is abuse of power. Um, I think that this is a really badly timed yeah. claim, personally, you know. I don't know too many details about it, but this the whole point of Biden is this whole, you know, are we unity? Now, we, well, we need unity, as we've said, in the country, everybody's split red or blue right now. And this was just like, bam. Yeah. We can't we can't impeach every president that people don't agree with. People mm-hmm. need to. It seems like we have we have the majority. Let's impeach him. It's like anything calls for that impeachment, and this one probably won't go anywhere just because and Democrats. It was, it was so long ago too. It's yeah. Really hard to find. Yeah, it wasn't as during his time as president because it was only three, started three days ago is she's saying that he's unfit to run for fear that he will abuse his office just like he did as vice president supposedly i think this is another case of wishful thinking this was just kind of a attempt see where it goes yeah but yeah. I, I don't this is like another ex, uh, extension of cancel culture Mm-hmm. Which is, I believe, a very big problem. You know, one person with social influence says anything that can be seen as offensive to anyone, and all of a sudden they can find their careers down the drain. Um, whether that can happen to the president of the United States, I don't know. But I do think it's very 
not disrespectful, but uh, what's the what's the word? Like um, there, there's a very specific word. Intolerance. Yeah, that's a very intolerant of your of who you disagree with. You know, like she can wait. Is it a male or female representative? They can disagree with Biden, but still work under him, and not just immediately go for a hail mary shot in the dark. Yeah. Um, impeachment has become a lot less rare than than as before. I mean, only three presidents have been impeached. Trump included, along with Bill Clinton and Andrew Johnson. I always thought Nixon was impeached, but he he wasn't. He resigned before he was impeached. But it's it's like it seems a, like the a, easy way out. Yeah, it's it's not as much based on even fact as much. It's like a feeling thing, and a, it's it's a lot more partisan driven than it should be. Like impeachment should be you're doing what's not right for the country we're going to charge you with this if they find the same if they feel the same way we'll get rid of you i mean so i did have a question because i don't know how this how all this stuff works if somebody were to have not committed any crimes but majorities voted him to be impeached can they still be impeached mm-hmm. yeah um so, so if somebody in the house they have to have an article that, of impeachment though. Okay, so, so that, let's say that they come up with something that sounds relevant but is later found to be false and they are officially impeached mm-hmm. if the senate's decision is to remove him from office can they remove him from office without um, evidence can they just do it with a majority vote regardless of as far as I know and it's, it's got to be a it's not just a majority it's a super majority it's got to be two thirds 66 percent well that should at least that number should that makes it a lot harder um there's been talk about trump running again in 2024 whether or not he will he's indicated at stuff that he may or in some shape or form make a move somehow um this is my own personal take but i don't think he should yeah, hey, he's he gonna be old. Be, yeah, he'll be. I don't know how old. Seventy-eight or so, approaching eighty. Um, I think I think we're overdue for a president that is, you know, Obama was. He wasn't very old. He was only. I don't know how old he was, but he wasn't approaching eighties. No. By the time he ran again, I think Obama was our younger, recent president was not. I guess so, since um, JFK, probably. Or, um, I would yeah, love to see a president so. in his... I would love to see a president in his 40s. But that might be a little bit too much, maybe, you know, 50s. Because it, it takes time to get to that point, you know, if you're, yeah. running in, if you're holding other offices. Um, um, back on the political-motivated um, impeachment... Uh, there was a lot of speculation that that was the reason that they were going to impeach him is so that he couldn't run again because 
the way they would do that is impeach. Um, if the Senate voted to remove, which it looks like some, a few, maybe, even Republicans are going to jump on the, the bandwagon with the Democrats and vote to acquit, I mean, um, to uh, convict. Whether that'll be enough, probably not. Um, say they did, and they would hold be, it. That has to be the two-thirds vote. Yeah, they would have to have 67 um, senators vote yes. After that, they would hold another vote, which would require a simple majority of 51. That would bar him from running again for public office. So... There was talk that maybe that had something to do with it. Who knows? Whether Trump runs again or not, I don't believe he will win again. Not through a full election. Whether, I mean, if this one was quote-unquote stolen or if other support was, um, you know, not there, I think his chances are really, really close. I think they're like, not close to getting it. I think that he's going to have a hard time mm-hmm. if he wanted because I mean he's got he's got his loyal supporters, of course, but yeah. he needs to sway people yeah. to get the majority vote. And I think it would really depend mainly on his opponent. I think that's what elections are these days. Is really it's just the lesser evil, you know. Yeah. Biden was really just the lesser evil between Trump and Biden. Yeah. Trump was the lesser evil between Clinton. I think we need... I think if we could have t- just better candidates that are a little bit more... I think just younger alone would would help. Mm-hmm. Uh, policies would come along with the age as well. Yeah. Um, whether he runs or not will be dependent mostly on really his health. I mean, he's getting up there in age and how Biden handles his his term, his first term. Um, yeah, if all of Biden's stuff were to go if he does great, down, then Trump would have a decent chance. But yeah, if he does great, then and there's, the election's usually expected yeah. of presidents. I, I mean, I expected Trump to get another term just because, you know, I thought he did well enough. Yeah. Um, but that was not the case. Uh, Obama got two terms um, before Obama was Clinton, correct? Before Obama was Bush. Bush, right. I always just think Obama and Clinton. I, I expect a president to like always get two terms unless they really screw up somehow. Yeah. The the Trump and Biden election, honestly, people are people don't even know if the election results were. Legit, legitimate with air quotes there. Um, I think it takes a lot to rig an election, so I'm going to claim that it was legitimate. But we should probably wrap up. It's been, let's see, hour 20 minutes. And this is because we had to go back so far. We did more stories. Because this is our first podcast, we had to... Uh, pick up a few stories that were important because it was inauguration day um, four days ago. A lot of a lot has happened. Any final thoughts? I don't think so. 
Right, well, thanks everybody for listening. We will be back next week uh, with the same same deal, different stories, and it should be shorter, I believe. That is our plan. But, thanks. Bye-bye.